there's, there's, th- I don't know, I guess three major things that has to go into my builds to, for me to feel like it's going to be a success. Actually, there's four. So one, it has to be cool. It has to look cool. Um, has to be photogenic. So you got to have the interior design, right? You got to have the colors, right? Um, you know, using, using wood grains and, and dark colors works really good with that. Uh, and it has to be unique. So I don't want to have, you know, another beach house that has just interior design. You know, I'm not, I don't want to blend in like that. And, and that's not where the success is. Welcome to Behind the Stays, a podcast that shares the stories behind your favorite Airbnbs and the hosts who've made them memorable. Behind the Stays is brought to you by Sponstaneous, a free weekly newsletter that brings you a carefully curated list of last-minute deals and upcoming steals on Airbnb. Sign up at Sponstaneous.com. I'm your host, Zach Cruz. Enjoy the show. All right, guys, I just want to give a quick thank you to all of you who completed the Behind This Day's listener survey. I read through all of the feedback you gave me, and I'm super appreciative that y'all took the time to share such detailed thoughts on what you love about the show and what you think I can do to make it better. Now, there was a lot about the show that you guys love, and I'm super, super thankful for that, but several of you mentioned that it'd be helpful if I pressed my guests a bit more to share a little bit more of the how behind the what that they've done. Things like how much did their projects cost, how did they find the influencers that made their cabin insta-famous, and how are their Airbnbs actually performing as investments. So I've taken this feedback to heart. And I'm going to be challenging my next few guests here to share a little bit more of the nitty gritty of their builds and their their projects. Of course, without you know hurting the integrity of the show, a lot of this show is really a little bit more about the human interest side of Airbnbs. But definitely want to provide a little bit more of the practical how tos since that's what y'all want. Um, oh, and several of you mentioned that you'd like me to share more marketing tips and tricks for those of you who are new to the show. I'm a growth marketer by trade. Um, so I was thinking of doing a like seven to 10 minute Mondays are for marketing segment, uh, like uh, on a weekly basis, where we could talk all things SEO, influencer marketing, copywriting and, and social advertising. So if you would appreciate just a super kind of short and sweet podcast uh, once a week on, on Mondays, again, in addition to, to the, the normal show, let me know by sending me a DM on Instagram, you could just find us on uh, Instagram at, at or just at spontaneous, or you could email me at Zach, that's Z ACH at spontaneous.com. So if you want a Mondays are for marketing sort of segment where we unpack a latest marketing tool or tactic, um, I'd be happy to do so. And I think that that could be a lot of fun, but I'm only going to do it uh, if a lot of you guys want it because it's going to take more time and I want to, if I'm going to do it, I want to do it well. So let me know. Uh, All right, guys. So, so grateful for you all. Thank you for being here. And without further ado, welcome to the show. In just a moment, you'll meet Chris Broomfield, the creator of Evergreen Cabins, one of Instagram's favorite collections of luxurious cabin rentals in the Adirondacks. Growing up, Chris loved to tinker. At the age of 14, he started building picnic tables and bar stools with his next door neighbor that he'd sell to local patrons. It was at this young age that Chris realized he wanted to work for himself, that he wanted to be a builder, a craftsman, an entrepreneur. Chris studied the art and science of building unique structures and has spent the better part of 25 years bringing absolutely stunning, terrifically memorable spaces to life. 
Many of these spaces have been featured in Dwell and Architectural Digest, among other renowned publications. Tune in to hear the motivational story of how Chris channeled his love of designing memorable homes into evergreen cabins, a portfolio of top-rated, luxurious, impeccably unique short-term rentals in the Adirondacks. All right, without further ado, get ready to meet Chris. All right, Chris, we we are live, dude. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Doing great. How about you? I'm doing well, man. This is such a treat. I have followed you on Instagram for I, I it has to have been at least at least a year now. And it's just like oh, such a treat to to be able to get to this opportunity to talk with you. <laughs> Absolutely. It's an opportunity to uh to be on your show, man. You guys you're you're crushing it on this thing. Oh. And uh appreciative of the invite. It's great. Of course, yeah. of course. And we got connected through our mutual friend, I, you, you, he's really your friend. I, I've just started to get to know him, but um, uh, Mike, uh, Mike from Mike Will Travel um, connected us and he's doing obviously this incredible work uh, doing uh, video tours of some of the most remarkable Airbnbs uh, across the world. Um, yeah. So shout out to Mike for for the introduction. Um, yeah. Thanks, Mike. <laughs> but but Chris, I, I have loads of questions for you. Um, but one of my favorite things to do on this show to kind of kick things off is to to ask folks this question, which is it's five PM, it's a Friday night, the you know, the traditional standard work week has has come to an end for most people, right? What what is Chris yeah. most likely doing? Are you chilling out, popping open sort of a, a beer? Are you burning the midnight oil? Are you going out for a night? Like what is Chris typically doing? at the end of a week no so i've got a uh, i have two kids so going out friday nights is kind of gone but <laughs> <laughs> i i absolutely love it my my life is is amazing my wife is amazing so, you know i i sit home and, and uh i work <laughs> that's all i do <laughs> you know, I, I enjoy i enjoy the time with my family and um you know i spend as much time as i can with them do you guys have like a like a thing you typically do as a family like on the weekends for just for you know fun uh dinner dinner like <laughs> a, a sit down dinner yeah. with everybody yeah we kind of do that every night but you know we try to get out of the house and and uh go explore some restaurants and or uh you know go up to camp and enjoy it up there nice my um my family my, my parents actually did a really good job they, they always prioritized like the family dinner and it was always like we all yeah. sat around the table we had like one conversation, one focused conversation. And you know, I, I'm one of six actually. So like, there's a bunch of, there's a bunch of oh kids. God, so that yeah. was really hard to do, but like, to this, I'm sorry. What was that? <laughs> I said, God bless your mom. I know. Six. I know she, she is a, she is a living saint, man. Um, but, but anyways, yeah, it was just like to, to this day when, uh, like I remember going to friends houses and it was always different. People often, you know, ate in front of the TV and, and whatnot. And, um, I, I think that for families that can prioritize the the sit down family dinner, it's such a special thing. Um, it's one of the, I feel like the best ways to to grow in in unity as as a family. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's uh, it's where a lot of the ideas come from too. I you know I ask my kids, hey, what do you want to build next? You know, and you know, let's do a tree house or you know, let's put some waterfalls somewhere. You know, we've got a lot of cool ideas coming up to it. Really excited about that. Um, you know, they start out at the dinner table. Nice. Okay. Well, hey, inspiration from the dinner table. I like it. I like it. Um, so, Chris, yeah. you you're a, a carpenter and a contractor by trade, and you you've spent you know most of your 
career kind of specializing in these custom kind of like unique builds. Um, and I have to ask, like, growing up, was, was this the plan? Like, like, did you did ten year old Chris imagine he'd he'd be a, a builder and, and and a creator? Or what what yeah. did you want to be when you grew up? When you were growing up? So, yeah. So ten year old me, huh? That's a that's a tough one. <laughs> <laughs> when when I was ten, I think my parents were were in Amway. Do you remember Amway? You ever hear that? I yes. I, I want to say it's a pyramid scheme. Is it a pyramid scheme? <laughs> yeah, it is. And we would constantly have people over the house. We would have, um, you know, they're trying to sell them and close them and trying to get them to to sign up for it. And, you know, I, I thought I was going to be a new, the new Dexter Yeager, you know, <laughs> like Dexter Yeager. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So that was, that was when I was 10, you know, but so that didn't work out with my parents and, uh, so I decided to go, go work, work at the neighbors, uh, right next door to my house. There was like this contractor and he built lawn ornaments and picnic tables and stuff like that. And so from 14 on, I would build the picnic tables and, and kind of grow from that. And, you know, it, it, it taught me a work ethic. There was days where I hated it so bad because I just figure five acres Right. And we've got a 24 inch push mower yeah. and it's covered in lawn ornaments and wishing wells and, and, uh, picnic tables. And I have to move every single one. Right. So it was, it was such a pain in the pain in the ass. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, I, I kind of learned a work ethic there. I knew that I didn't want to work for somebody else and I hmm. knew that I wanted to, uh, work for myself. Hmm. So, um, and I also knew that you have to do what you love. Yeah. So, um, so I was a, I was a big skier. So I figured I'd move to Killington and, um, move out there and be a ski bum. Wow. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So I was a ski bum out there. I, I do it, did it professionally. I was making money doing that. And, uh, in the summer times I'd, I'd swing a hammer. Wow. So, um, and in doing that, the summer times there, there's a guy up there, uh, Jeff Garris. He, I don't think he's there anymore. But he owned all the restaurants up, okay. on, uh, up on the access road. So between him and his, uh, one of my really good friends, um, Mike, uh, we would build and remodel all of his restaurants. Really? So like there's a, the garlic, the night spot, the um, Wild, not Wildly Barn, I'm sorry, the Santa Fe. Um, I think all the names have changed since then. But um, yeah, it was super cool watching Jeff um, just be an artist on the, on the builds. And it was, uh, it was pretty inspiring, you know, so. Hey, everybody, Zach here. So I've got to tell you about this new company I recently stumbled upon called The Host Co. And why I think if you're a short-term rental host, you should go and sign up as soon as you finish listening to this podcast. So as many of you know, my wife Gabby and I spent the last year and a half living full-time in Airbnbs. We like to call ourselves professional Airbnb guests. Now, we were fortunate enough to stay in some of the most incredible homes across the states. I'm talking French cottages in Booth Bay Harbor, Maine, to Scandinavian cabins in the Pacific Northwest. But one of the amenities we often discussed that was missing from the places we stayed was something like a mini bar. You know, so that you can snack on some popcorn after one too many margaritas on Taco Tuesday, or so that you can treat yourself to some M&Ms on cheat day. 
We thought we had just stumbled upon the idea that was gonna make us millions, but then we did some Googling, and that's when we stumbled upon the incredible folks at The Host Co, who were building the minibar for Airbnb hosts and then some. The Host Co enables short-term rental hosts to build their own storefronts and to offer amenities like late night snacks, massages, fresh flowers, grocery delivery, in-home shopping, and much, much more. The Host Co makes it easy for guests to augment their stay with the products and services that they need, and it makes it easy for STR hosts to make up to an additional $10,000 in ancillary revenue on each rental. Hosts keep 93% of all sales, and the Host Co takes care of all guest receipts, sales tax, payouts to you and to your vendors. You can create your free store today by visiting thehost.co. And if you do, be sure to tell them that your friends over at Behind the Stays sent you their way. Finally, for a limited time, you can use the promo code BTS30 and get $30 back after your first sale. So head on over to thehost.co, tell them your friends at Spontaneous and Behind the Stays sent you their way. Did, did you, did you uh, like feel like you had a knack for this pretty immediately? Like when going back to, to, to your neighbors, right? And you're, you're moving these benches, you're, 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 you're working with your hands, you're, you're building your first things. Did it, did it feel like art to you? Did it, did it come naturally? Did you have to, did you have to be no. apprenticed quite no. a bit or? <laughs> yeah. Construction's tough. It's uh, you're the bottom guy until you're the top guy. You know, mm -hmm. it's, it's constant hard work and uh, not getting paid chasing dollars. And um, it's, it's a pain, but um, yeah, I, I enjoyed doing it. Um, I, w I was pretty good at it, but yeah. um, you know, all the guys I, I worked with throughout the years, they're all great guys too, you know? So I never, I never looked at myself as somebody different. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Just another, another construction worker. Yeah. Yeah. And yet like you had this, clearly this like gifting or, or this, this, I don't, I don't know, like magic touch or whatnot to, as your career evolved to, to work on like really unique builds and like really unique spaces. So, so like where, where did that start what did it did it start with evergreen cabins did it did it start before that like talk to us a little bit about at what point in time you you, you begin to specialize with respect to to your builds yeah so uh that's a good question <laughs> so i guess i guess where i realized that i could build some unique things that people would enjoy was you know i built the a-frame you know and that was originally just to for my family to use. Yeah. And then in between us using it, we'd, we'd Airbnb it. And that was back in, I think in 2017. Okay. So, um, you know, my brother kind of got me into it. He was doing it and, you know, I'm watching the cash flow come in. I'm like, Oh my God, this is great. You know, but, um, the, the builds were, I remember this, this, uh, this couple that came, I was, I think it was our first guest. And so I set up a camera so I could know cleaners coming and, yeah. um, you know, if the driveway's plowed, it was an outside camera. So I saw these guests come in and it was our first guest and they literally high-fived each other and gave each other hugs and said, I can't believe I'm, I'm staying in a place like this. Huh. So, so it was, it was amazing to, to see that. And then uh, that kind of inspired me to be like, all right, there's, there's something here. So I'm going to, I'm going to start pushing it a little harder. Wow. So, um, so I, I got enough um, income to, to start the, the tree house. 
Wow. Okay. So yeah. you 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 you're moved, quite frankly, by the the reaction that somebody had to to something that you created, and and that reaction that 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 feeling gives you the confidence to think, yeah. hey, maybe maybe there is something here. Like maybe maybe yeah. maybe I do have a yeah. knack for this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it was uh, it was amazing. It wasn't just the one. You know, it was it was over and over, and I got addicted to that. Yeah. 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 So where where then does does the story of of Evergreen Cabins like begin in your mind? Like when when do you start? When, when does the brand get formalized? When do you start realizing after this particular experience get you had with a guest at, at your A frame? When do you realize that that there's there's something more to this? And when do you decide to go all in on it? So Mike had a play in this um, up until Mike. <laughs> Mike Ionetta, the yeah. Mike will travel. Right? So up until him, you know, I was constantly getting, Hey, can I, can I stay at your place for free? And I'll, I'll put some content out. And it was just, to me, it was just people wanting to get a free stay. I didn't understand how, you know, influencing works. Yeah. And social media, you know, I had no idea. It was, it was pretty early on. So, um, so I'm blowing everybody off. I'm like, no man, just, I'm trying to make a, <laughs> trying to make some money here, you know? <laughs> so, um, Mike comes along and he's a no BS guy and I, I admire that. Yeah. So he, uh, he tells me what he's going to do. And, and then at the end, he's got a, he's got a little closing pitch that I wasn't aware of, <laughs> <laughs> but he sold me on it, man. And you know what? He, he actually, he made it so, you know, that we have over 10 million, you know, viewers. Yeah. You know, not it's amazing how many uh, people are are admiring these these properties and and it's all all to Mike. Wow. so you so you and again, just for our listeners to reiterate, Mike uh, has this awesome YouTube channel called Michael Travel. He also he also does help, which I didn't realize until he came. He actually came on the podcast very recently, and he was talking a lot about how he basically spun up uh, an agency of sorts to help. Mm-hmm. Uh, short-term rental hosts uh, like yourselves yeah. kind of, you know, market and whatnot beyond just coming in and, you know, doing a, a, a cabin tour like or, or a shoot, which a lot of influencers, yeah. uh, you know, do. Mike Mike has layered on like a set of services that he offers folks at the, at the you know, at the end, uh, that, that yep. pitch that you're referencing um, as well. That's so it. so he comes out, he does, he does one of his videos and what it just kind of like immediately goes, goes viral or like, I guess, how, how did you know no. that it was worth it? So, um, I didn't, you know, I, but I had a goal. I'm like, all right, I need to build a following. Yeah. Right? I'm kind of getting the, the, the hint of how this thing works. So yeah. if I get a following that maybe I can kind of turn those into, you know, those lookers into bookers. Right. Yeah. So, um, so my goal, I think at the time was like, all right, I need 10,000 followers. Okay. So Mike, can you do this? And he's like, yeah. All right. I'm like, well, when do you need it? Or when can you get it by? And he's like, by this date. I'm like, all right. So we, we crushed it and got it, or he crushed it, got 10,000 followers and almost half the time. Wow. Jeez. And, uh, so it was, it was really exciting. And, and then I'm like, all right, so now we got to get to 25 and it, the, the goal just kept going more and more. And, um, you know, the reactions from people and, you know, having a bigger audience and getting that many more, um, uh, reactions, it's just, it's addicting. Yeah. You know, like being able to give, <laughs> give you know what's in my head something for people to stay at it was it was awesome yeah it's it's well and and what's really what's really interesting here chris is like you know 
some people like you have this remarkable talent, which is to to build these Thanks. beautiful luxury, like unique stays. But you could build it, right? And just because you build it, it doesn't mean folks are going to come. Now, now you you could right. have built it and just thrown it on Airbnb, and you know I, I still think you would have done you would have done quite well. But the acceleration that I think happens when you take a good marketer or you take somebody you know with a vision on how to build an audience, right? Like how, how did you growth well, and you marry that vision with like the creative talent that you because because you could promote mm -hmm. something all day and if people actually showed up and it sucked or if you you could promote something <laughs> all right. day and if the product is, yeah. is ugly it's just not gonna work it's just really really not gonna work so it really right. is it's sort of like this like marriage that needs to happen and it sounds like the it sounds like the marriage between your work and, and mike's work like it catapulted yeah, it you all pretty quickly into into the limelight yeah yeah for sure yeah he's uh he knows what he's doing and uh you know i've been doing construction for 32 years so um i kind of know what i'm doing with that too <laughs> you know? uh, but the creative side that, hey, that that's i think that's where all of the um success in everybody gets overlooked yeah yeah you know yeah totally on that note uh i almost called you mike chris we're talking about mike too much um <laughs> uh at what point in time do you shift from like, you know, you've worked in construction for, for three decades, right? Uh, mm -hmm. At what point do you realize I'm going to go, I'm just going to do these sort of like unique stays? Like, did that not happen until Evergreen uh, Cabins came to be or or had you already sort of pivoted towards, you know, vacation rentals or, or kind of like unique stays or at what point does, does that happen? Yeah, so that was that was probably the A frame, you know. Okay. When I, was, when I was getting the reactions from everybody. Yeah. And uh, so I'm like, there, there's something to this. So I I have to figure out a way because at 30 years, you, I was doing pretty good in construction. I'm you know? sure. Yeah. I had a you know a crew and getting some really nice jobs, um, and I kind of got it down where where I was making really good money at it. So my bills reflected that, right? Yeah. So now to transform from successful contractor to successful, you know, uh, short-term rental host. Entrepreneur, yeah. Really <laughs> tough, you know, yeah. financially to be able to make that switch. So I, I knew that I had to um, have more cabins and, and create more of a service for people to get their excitement up to be able to make sure that I'm 100% occupied. Yeah. So it, it kind of snowballed. Um, just, you know, and over the years, um, learning about how to maximize occupancies and um, nightly rates and, you know, using the, the guests excitement and inspiration to get their friends, you know, so yeah, and it, it, it really worked. It worked I, well. I'm curious about um, one of the questions I get asked a lot on, on this podcast is, so, some of the folks like yourself have done such a remarkable job building these these incredible followings for for their cabins, or their their collectives. And um, one one question I get is like, okay, but how how many of these, to use your words, how many of these lookers actually turn into bookers? Do you do you have some sense of like how Instagram has performed as a channel to actually increase? you know bookings? Like like is do you have any semblance of of, of a way to like measure that? Like is it, is it purely anecdotal or like, talk to us about that. Yeah. So, uh, every, every month Mike goes through some, uh, analytics. Okay. Right? 
So um, just actually, we were at the conference and he was mentioning it to me. He, um, he looked at the top five um, best performing um, Instagram uh, short-term rental platform or uh, pages. Okay. And it was based on how many followers they had and how many were, you know, commenting, liking, sharing. Um, so there's that ratio. So he pulled up the top five and he said that I was on the number three. Wow. <laughs> that was, so that kind of translates to me that, you know, if people are interacting that much with the, with the social media stuff, it is turning into, you know, the lookers turned into bookers. Yeah. So much, much higher than typical. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So. And, you know, it's, it's always hard if people are booking through Airbnb to like, you know, know to, to draw that correlation perfectly. Like that can be difficult unless people mention it, right? Like in the comments or right? they mention it during their stay. Of, oh my gosh, like I followed your place on Instagram for, you know, all this time. And it's so great to finally, yeah. you know, you know, be able to actually stay here. So it, outside of that, it is hard. It's hard to draw those lines perfectly. Yeah, it is. It is. But uh, the information he's telling me, it's, um, it's aligning with what everybody's saying as you know, during the stays. Yeah. So I mess everybody, you know, I have automated messaging, but I still talk to everybody. Yeah. You know, and, uh, try to put that personal touch in there. So but. I, I want to hear about the, the feature in architectural digest and like wh where that came from, wh when that <laughs> happened and like, what, how did you feel? Like, how did you feel when this happened? Oh my God. So we have, um, Mike Absey promoting, he, He's crushed it. Um, and we have so many different um, publications, I guess, that would that have featured us. You know, there's Airbnb, obviously did. Um, uh, Field and Stream. Oh, actually, where else here we got? Shelter. Um, yeah. Travel Leisure. Um, Dwell. Architecture Magazine. Um, Tiny House Living. So it's not just Architectural Digest. There was a whole ton of them that, that put us in as the feature. And uh, was which, it, was it the A-frame in particular or like what was it? No, just, it's all of them. It's all of them. All every all, cabins. Yeah. Wow. Okay. That's yeah. amazing. So yeah, the, the A-frame obviously gets more attention because of that bed. Yeah. Um, but the, the tree house gets, uh, you know, it, it gets booked out further. You know, okay. People plan a lot further with that one. Actually that one, at one point we had zero days open for two years. Gee. It got booked out that far on it. So it, yeah, it, it was pretty crazy. Um, very, very grateful for, for guests going in there and making these videos and it's it's awesome yeah yeah uh, and a quick note just on the bed for the listeners this the bed at the a-frame yeah. it like pulls out right like you can literally sleep outside yeah. under the stars right it's it's so cool yeah so so i built the steel frame okay that the bed sits on and it attaches the headboard which is actually the exterior wall so when you're laying in bed you hit a button and the entire floor with the bed and the headboard which is the wall slides outside and you just you could sleep there and look at the stars get some fresh air or whatever <laughs> but uh it's wicked cool it um, is wicked cool it, it's so yeah. unique it, like i've never seen anything like it yeah yeah i've uh i forgot who inspired me on that one um it was some tv show okay they did it with like a like a tree fort that had pulleys and stuff but 
I thought I could do it. I, and I, I pulled it off. Yeah. I, um, another person we had on the show who I know, um, and I hope that this is true, but I believe it is Ethan Abbott's he's come to your place, yeah. right? Yeah. So Ethan came out. Yeah. Right. And like, I, I think the way that I first found Ethan was actually through uh, a post he did maybe for you. And I was like, what is this bed? Like, this is ridiculous. And then like, yeah. I went over, I found Ethan and then, you know, we've become, we've become um, good acquaintances now and whatnot. He's, yep. he's, he does incredible work as well, but um, yeah. that, that's incredible. Hey guys, it's Zach. If you're enjoying this episode, could you do me two very quick favors? First, this show is possible thanks to a handful of incredible organizations who've signed on to be advertising partners of Behind the Stays. It would mean the world to me if you'd take just a second to scroll down to the show notes and go learn more about this episode's sponsor. Even if you aren't in the market for agency support or a new PMS at the moment, it never hurts to be aware of who else is out there. And second, if you're listening to this episode on Spotify, could you be so kind as to give Behind the Stays a five-star rating? And if you're on Apple Podcasts, could you submit a quick review and let me know what you love most about the show? I know it seems trivial, but these things really, really do help us grow the show. And just a reminder that if you've ever got feedback from me on how to make the show better, shoot me an email directly at Zach, that's Z-A-C-H, at spontaneous.com. You all really are the best. I love receiving your emails and DMs. All right, so check out the sponsor and leave us a rating and a review, please. All right, guys, back to the show. So I want to talk about these these like memorable like amenities or like memorable like moments that you've created in in your spaces because I there's a lot of people again that listen to this podcast that are either in the middle of builds or interested in like uh, building their own spaces and I think what you've done really well Chris is you've been able to kind of find some unique aspect some unique amenity whether it's like a, a cool uh, you know the layout of the kitchen or whether it's this bed that we're talking about where you can literally sleep under the stars like. Talk to us a little bit about like the forethought that you put into designing some aspect of each home that's like that is unexpectedly different. Because I feel like that's what you have done really well is you've created these like subtle, but like at the same time, totally unexpected uh, amenities. So so oh, talk to us a little bit about how you've done that. Compliment. Thank you. Uh, that is that's a lot of fun, that part. So that's where I get the ideas from the kids, but there's, there's, th I don't know, I guess three major things that has to go into my builds okay. to, for me to feel like it's going to be a success. Actually there's four. So one, it has to be cool. has to look cool. Um, has to be photogenic. So you got to have the interior design, right. You got to have the colors, right. Um, you know, using, using wood grains and, and dark colors works really good with that. Okay. Um, and it has to be unique. So I don't want to have, you know, another beach house that has just interior design. You know, I'm not, I don't want to blend in like that. And, it, and that's not where the success is. Yeah. Um, but the main thing is what would the, like the 10 year old version of me looking back, would he say, Oh my God, this is awesome. You know, that's, that's what I want. Yeah. You know, that's, so that's like the fourth. Okay. Okay. That's awesome. Um, and you've been able to just execute so well. Like I, I, I think what's hard is, 
or, or I, what's inspiring about you and your story is there are a lot of people that have these aspirations, right? And there are a lot of there are a lot of incredible builders in this space as well. But I feel like the execution is so difficult. And so you're 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 not only like building these things, you're also you're also like playing host, right? Like after after yeah. they're live, yeah. like you are you are the the hospitality representative of of your portfolio of homes. So so like yeah. how how have you what have, I guess what have you learned about like guest experience and how to design how to sort of carry the the design in in the space into sort of the experience that people have while while staying at one of your homes so guest experience is number one the most important thing um, they have to be comfortable staying in your place they have to be comfortable with um, communication and payments and knowing that your place is legit and you know tons of of things that go into their um, guest experience. The the unique parts are, that's kind of what, uh, I don't know, they, they kind of, I don't know. Um, can you say your question again? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, it was kind of a it was kind of a long question. I'm known for that um, and robust robust question. But just like uh, you've spent so much time, uh, you've spent so much time uh, thinking through how to create these unique spaces, right? Like these unique unique physical encounters. How how do you carry that over into into the guest experience? Is there anything that people get you know during their stay that that helps almost like accentuate the fact that they're staying in such a cool, unique space. So that's a tough question to answer. So, you know, this, these places are highly wishlisted. Yeah. Um, that helps. You yeah. Know? Having it booked out quite far actually makes it so, um, I think people, it's more of an event for them to go and, and stay at it. Yeah. Right? And, and when they're there, you know, because it's so popular, they're at, they're out there taking pictures and, Hey, look where I'm at and yeah. sending it to all friends and bragging and stuff. <laughs> so it's really, um, it helps to get the, get them to be excited about it. And, yeah. and that guest experience part of it is, is what I'm always looking for in all of my builds. Yeah. 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 No, the, I mean, it's just, it's so cool that like, you've literally, you've literally built almost like the, the equivalent of like the, the, I don't know, like the neon party sign or like the photo booth that like everyone wants to go and take photos of and then share, like you've created that for Airbnbs. It's like, everyone wants to show off the fact that they are, that they're at your place, um, which is, which is, uh, you know, just a, just a remarkable accomplishment. I do want to talk about um how how you've thought about like retention and and guests coming back obviously you're, you're booked so far out so this is this is kind of hard to do and and maybe maybe that you don't even need to do this but like i'm always interested in in folks like you who've built these remarkable followings that again are totally tapping into this this trend around people wanting to come and stay in unique spaces that that are still you know listing on airbnb like how how, how do you think about balancing Airbnb with sort of like direct bookings. Like I, I would imagine at this juncture, given your popularity, yeah. you could just say, you know, sayonara Airbnb entirely and do this all direct. Uh, how, how have you weighed the pros and cons of that? And talk to us a little bit about kind of like whether you're, you're leaning in that direction or not. Yeah, absolutely. Um, direct bookings, I think is the way to go for, especially for somebody that that's at my level right now. Um, because we're so vulnerable right now. I mean, this is my, my full-time job. Yeah. Right. So if I have 
somebody like Airbnb or VRBO or bookings shut me down because of, you know, a guest says something crazy and, you know, may or may not be true. You know, that's really vulnerable to me. Yeah. That's my business. That's my, my family. So it's critically important to have um, a direct booking site to help, you know, it's my business. Yeah. Otherwise working, working for Airbnb or whatever, you know? So um, that's super important. Uh, what was the other part of your question? I guess how how have you thought about sort of like weighing the pros and cons of of how much you market like like in your Instagram mm-hmm. right now, right? Like if you go and you click on your link tree, people can still go and book. Like you're you're promoting your your Airbnb listings, right? As opposed to just right. a, a direct booking offer. Like why not just to play devil's advocate here? Like given given the demand, like why not just like send no traffic to Airbnb and just send all traffic to your website. Like yeah. how, how have you thought that's, about that? That's actually, that's what I'm working on right now. Actually, okay. <laughs> with yeah. 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 So Boostly, um, working with Mark to get this thing up, it should be going in another probably three weeks to a month. Oh, nice. Uh, nice. So I'll have that. That's going to be evergreencabins.co. Every, so, evergreencabins.co. Yeah. Okay. Beautiful. Yeah. So, Cause yeah, it, it's people like you, Chris, that I think like you guys, you guys have the opportunity to be kind of like the, the movers and the shakers in the industry and helping helping be like this like lighthouse of sorts to 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 folks that are just starting out maybe they've you know just they're they're currently in their build they're documenting their stay they've got 500 followers but like they're growing quickly and like their dream is to be able to be like hey you know what i want to use airbnb as like a launch pad and airbnb is fantastic for so many people yeah. to get going like i mean it's 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 undeniably like helpful at the start but if you are serious about viewing your property, viewing your home is not just an investment, but actually like, Hey, th- this is a business. This is a brand. I want to grow. This is a, a portfolio. Mm-hmm. I want to, I want to expand. Then to right. your point, relying solely on Airbnb or Verbo or, or any other sort of OTA is, puts you in an incredibly vulnerable, you know, situation. It's, I saw yeah. some tweet. I don't know if this is true. But I saw some tweet recently from a reputable source in the industry saying that, you know, host uh, fees have, uh, or Airbnb is now taking like a 16% cut. Uh, of of some of at least some homes uh, as opposed to the, I think they were at like a, a 10 15 percent uh, before yeah. so it's uh it's crazy that you know they can jack the prices up whenever, whenever they, they want. want whenever they want yeah. right and so like if, if you Amazon exactly exactly <laughs> oh. and or, or like I just got an e- I just got an email this is somewhat of a tangent from uh, from Apple saying that like my HBO max subscription that I have has increased by two dollars per month and it's just like Hey, yeah. just FYI, your next bill, it's going to yeah. be, you know, 16.99 a month instead of 14.99. And you it's know? like, all right, like it's 2 bucks and I mean I'm not I'm not going to cancel it cuz I like HBO Max, but like but it's one of those things where it's you're you're powerless, right? And right. and and <laughs> yeah, you're not running your business anymore. Exactly, yeah. exactly. So people like you, this is just a long way of saying that people like you have this cool opportunity to to kind of, you know, throw yourselves into the fire, figure out what works, what doesn't. What is the right balance uh, to strike between OTA listings or, you know, OTA bookings and direct bookings. And uh, I think that you guys will have a, a lot to teach the people that are, that are coming after and the people that are like just starting yeah. out right now. Yeah. And so that, I've been doing a ton of uh, consulting. So, Oh, nice. And I do a lot of design work too. Um, so I've been getting a lot of that type of work. Um, and I'm, I'm just now trying to figure it out to, um, you know, I, I want to grow my audience to millions and then I want to be able to teach everybody how to do, you know, how to reach their goals. Wow. Right. It's, uh, it's super easy. It seems to me, you know, like I just, so the consulting part of it, um, you know, 
everybody can use my experience, things that I've gone through, and I can I can teach that to everybody. So the consulting part has been huge for me. I've been doing a lot of that, um, a lot of design and uh, future for evergreen be- uh, builds. I've been working on those as well, I'm trying to acquire land and um, different places too. So wow, and 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 you have three property, three evergreen properties right now. Is that correct? Yeah, I just started, or actually, I just finished um, my glamping site. Oh, so there's four on there now. Yeah. Wow. When you know, is, the, uh, where's the glamping site? It's it's on the property. It's on the property. Okay. Too. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Wow. Yeah. So uh, I haven't launched that one yet. Um, I do have it on Airbnb right now, but it's there's only like three pictures or something on it because it, it's all closed up for the winter. Um, can't take pictures. Yeah. <laughs> I got until the spring. So. Wow, that's exciting. Do you do you have any sort of like uh, sacred rhythms or like you know like magic ma- ma- rituals, if you will, that you like walk through whenever you're starting on like a new project? Oh man, no i I think I just get inspired by things I see throughout the day. You know, everything I look at, I'm like, oh, that'd be a cool cabin, or hmm. hey, what if we could do this? You know, so I'm constantly accumulating that information and and that's that's all i do you know i i I really enjoy um being creative with these builds and the ones coming up i think are gonna blow the ones i already have away (laughs) that's how excited i am for for getting these new builds going so um yeah now that i know how well it works the system of you know giving a good service giving um a good guest experience and um given something unique now that I know all that, how that works. I mean, I'm going to, I can't wait for them. My next builds, it's going to be so much fun. Last minute cancellations suck. And that's why we built ping. Ping makes it easy for guests to be notified when their favorite Airbnbs become available. Ping is a simple widget that lives on your website or your direct booking site and allows your fans and followers to sign up and be notified if their preferred dates become available. Here's how it works. Jimmy sees that you're booked the whole month of October, but he wants to be notified if any three-night window in the month becomes available. Jen is a returning guest and she wants to be notified if any week in June, July, or August becomes available. In a matter of seconds, Jimmy and Jen fill out the simple form and they will be pinged if the requested dates become available. And as a host, you will immediately get pinged via email with Jimmy and Jen's contact information and requested dates, which enables you to build up your own database of guest email addresses. Ping is what the best Airbnb hosts use to maximize bookings. You can get access to our beta pricing with plans that start at just $39 a year at bnbping.com. Again, that's bnbping.com. One of the um one of the questions that a lot of folks who again are are aspiring to do something like you've done, Chris, is when it comes to working with influencers, right? It, it, it seems in, in creators, it's it's so it's hard, right? Because it's like, in some sense, you find somebody, they've got a big audience, they seem like they'd be a great fit, they come, you know, maybe they, yeah. they do a shoot, they post and like, it's just hard. It's hard to track sort of like was was is the ROI there, right? And then you've got right. other people like Mike, who, you know, has done incredible work for you, right? And so mm-hmm. how I, I'm sure I know that you get hit up all the time um with with yeah. asks and requests and whatnot and i'm sure you have some sort of 
helpful automation maybe built in to filter through some of that today. Yeah, it's, uh, it's all manual. It's that, also manual. Yeah. It's, uh, oh man. Cause I, I don't want to tell everybody, you know, Hey, sorry, it's not going to work. So yeah. Yeah, you know, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Maybe like, a little bit, you know, maybe encourage a little bit to, Hey, maybe you could go into this, this field of cabins. There's, there's a lot of need for it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, influencers or create content creators that have, you know, huge audiences and just, you know, are, show themselves half naked in a pool that, that doesn't translate over. Yeah. You, know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. you got to get people who are focusing on these unique stays and, and use that audience. So that's, that's a huge piece of advice that, that Mike drilled into my head. Um, Cause I, I kept sending him like, this person's got 3 million, man. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. Like, come on, we can we'll get something. He's like, no, it's not going to work. Yeah. So, yeah. Was, yeah. Uh, and do, did, does, has he given you any sort of like helpful framework or like a, Hey, <clears throat> you know, yeah. this is, this is kind of what we're looking for. We're looking for people that, you know, have these kinds of followers or feature this kind of content or like any sort of helpful, like frameworks you might be able to offer folks who might be in this similar position. Maybe they're just starting to get hit up and they're trying to decide like, you know, when is it worth giving away a free stay? Who should I partner with? And, and who should I sort of like avoid like the plague? Yeah. Um, well, the avoiding part, avoid the half naked people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, as far as, um, you know, given free night stays and stuff, it all depends on where you want to grow. Do you want to grow to be, you know, just that one or two house uh, or property uh, short term rental? Yeah. Or do you want to grow a business to, to have a following to keep growing? You know, so if you, if you want to grow, uh, grow your business to where you're, you know, you're getting properties four or five at a time every year. You know, I would definitely go with uh, hiring somebody to manage all your social media and your advertising. Um, one, it takes a lot of time off of your plate yeah. or adds a lot of time to your plate. Um, and uh, they know what they're doing, you know, just put it in their hands. They're going to take care of it and, you know, grow it. <laughs> just grow I, it. Yeah. I feel like, I feel like one of the hard things about that is that a lot of people think they're good at social media, right? Like oh, it, it's hard, yeah. it's hard to find like, like <laughs> a lot of hosts I talk to, they're like, Oh my gosh. Yeah. Like, you know, we, I post on Instagram all the time and you go and you look at their Instagram and you're like, yeah, you, you do post all the time and maybe you shouldn't, yeah. right? Like, Look at that ratio of, you know, how many posts versus how many followers. Like, yeah, oh, exactly, exactly. And so I, I and I, I recognize that um, it's difficult for, you know, different people in different contexts. But like, but at the same time, if you are, to your point, if you are serious about building this as a brand, you, you need to treat it like a brand. You need to treat it like a business. And, and that means you need to know what are your skill sets and then what aren't your skill sets. And then how do you go and find other people who are really good at doing the things that you're not good at doing? Otherwise, scale is impossible. Um, and I, exactly. I, I, feel, yeah. I feel like there's like yep. a dearth of like people that get that in this space. And it like it bothers me. It's like, ah, oh, I know you like posting on your Instagram, but like you yeah. just used like the seventh Canva template, like, you know, of the week, <laughs> like and you got five likes. Like it's not it's not worth your time. It's not worth your time. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. Get the get the people who focus on it. Yeah. And that's what they do. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. How, right. That's, yeah. I think that's look. Uh, uh, I forget who read who wrote that, but yeah, um, me too. Actually. I can't think of the author. Jeez. Was it Mark? No, it wasn't Mark. I don't Mark know. told me about it. Mark yeah. Yeah. Me. It's somebody that everyone's going to be like, you guys don't remember. It's this person. Um, 
Gotta love those comments and and and, and DMs. Um, no. So so Chris, a couple of final questions for you here. One is just around like, how have you thought about the growth of of your brand, like Evergreen Cabins? Like, what is you've got these you've got these three builds, you've got these three incredible homes, right? Each of them are are unique. You've got this glamping site that's about to go live. You've got a couple plan. You've got additional plans for other Evergreen Cabins. But like, talk to us about like, what's the three to five year like vision for Evergreen? Like. Where, where, where do you want this to go? So my focus right now, well, at first is given even better experience than, you know, guest experience than ever, right? The, and then I'm going to translate that into my next build. My next build, um, my goal is to have it worldwide known, not just, you know, nationally known, uh, make it worldwide, have people flying from all, the, all over the world to, to stay at it. Yeah. And I think I... I'm, I know I could pull this off. Um, it, it all depends on the land. I got to get the right piece of land. And uh, so that's, that's one of the goals there. And then that along with whatever green has done so far um, gives me the credibility to be able to teach people how to do this. And that's ultimately what I'd like to do is teach millions of people how to do this and yeah. um, to do it right. I mean, can you imagine having, Every, you know, eight out of 10 of these guests that are, or I'm sorry, these hosts um, run in places like mine rather than, you know, just crappy beach houses that are <laughs> roast infested and, you know, the cleaner goes in and changes the sheets and that's it. Yeah. So get rid of all of those hosts um, just because they can't compete with the people who are doing it right. Yeah. And that the experiences that, um, that everybody would have going to these places would be amazing. And it would, it would create such a rush of um, people constantly traveling just because it's so accessible. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's a, that's like a beautiful vision. Jeez. I just got like, (laughs) I got all the feels there, Chris. Um, Oh yeah. Nice. But what's, what's cool about this, like, like as you were talking, you know, and you're talking about these crappy beach houses and like, you know, you know, weeding out folks that aren't taking this seriously or not. I guess, I guess like the thought that popped into my mind is like, maybe, maybe like hospitality is like too important of an industry to be a side hustle. Meaning like maybe, maybe it shouldn't be treated as just like a great, you know, quote unquote, like passive way to make some extra cash. Like maybe the future of hospitality and travel is too important actually to sort of our, our souls, our restoration, like our imagination to, to be just like this side gig and in actuality, what we need is we need more, you know, Chris Broomfields of the world to come in and create opportunities and spaces that <laughs> truly feel like unique restorative escapes. Yeah, I think that would be awesome. That would be I could be totally wrong, and uh, people are going to hate on me for this. But it, it was just a thought that occurred as you were talking. I was like, you know what? You're right. Like, the idea of a vacation, right? The idea of a getaway it has all these like uh these feelings and these 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 emotions around uh you know it, these these are like where memories are made this is where like it's hope special every time, it's yeah. special this is where like hope is rediscovered this is where people you know discover oh wow you know what i conquered a fear and i i went boating or i went skydiving or i went deep sea yeah, fishing those absolutely. things happen away from home right and, yeah. and maybe those things are like too important to just like leave up to you know folks that are just trying to you know, make a quick and get some extra money. Yeah. yeah, I agree. I agree completely. And, uh, you know, I'm sure there's going to be a lot of that still. Yeah. But 
you know, they're not going to be successful. They're just going to be covering their mortgage, which is good. It's another strategy for, you know, um, investors, I guess, you know, so. Yeah. Yeah. It, and again, I don't, I, I hope I, I, you know, no one hears us the wrong way here, but I, I, I do I do wonder if like that's a question that is worth pondering more in in this industry. It's like, huh, is this is this really worth you know doing as a side gig, um, or or it, not? It can be a lot of work. I mean, it is a lot of work. Yeah. Um, but you can also streamline it. You know, if you have one or two two places, you can streamline it so it's super easy. But you're not going to get the guest experience, um, and you're not going to get them to come back. Yeah. One of the things I, I've said a lot on this podcast, which I still believe to be to be true, I think folks like like wander the wanders of the world are trying to like uh, uh, you know hack away this particular issue or, or challenge or problem is like we we haven't seen like the true equivalence of like you know the Hyatts and the Marriotts and you know the the um, the Ritz Carltons right like of which is obviously Marriott brand but like of sort of the short term rental space and like. And those are just like, you know, the the well-known brands like the Vacasas of the world and the Avant stays. They in, they don't they, they don't translate perfectly in, in, in that analogy, in my in my uh, opinion, anyways. So I yeah. still feel like there is like a, a huge opportunity, huge, huge opportunities to find like who are these brands, these notable, memorable, incredibly trusted and highly regarded brands in the short term rental space that have these collections of unique stays. And I think. Chris right. Broomfield, you you are, are are building at least one of those with with Evergreen yeah, Cabins. I hope so. I hope so. Yeah, that's uh, that's my goal. Well, sir, Thanks. this is uh, this has been great. I I am just so impressed by the work that you've done, oh, uh, what you, you continue yeah, to do. Yeah, it, it, it's it's a real pro, uh, you know pleasure to to get this opportunity to chat. If if folks want to learn more, or if they want to like book a consulting call with you, or if they want to just like run a couple questions by you, what's what's the best way for people to get in touch with you? Um, I have tons of ways. So I've got evergreen cabins or evergreen underscore cabins on Instagram. Um, I've got, uh, Facebook is Adirondack evergreen cabins. Um, let's see. My email address is evergreen Adirondack evergreen cabins at Gmail. And, um, you can look me up on LinkedIn. Um, I'm there as evergreen cabins. So. Wonderful. And we will link all of that in the show notes below. So it's just really easy okay. for people to go in and click and find you. And even if you guys uh, just plug a uh, shameless plug for Chris here, even if you have no intention of doing a custom build yourself or connecting with him, it, just at least follow their place on Instagram or their uh, follow evergreen cabins on Instagram. Cause it's only going to bring joy to your feed. Um, at least it's done. It's only done that for me. Uh, joy and maybe a little bit of envy actually. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I, I said, I said, and maybe a little bit of envy of like, what, like how, who's staying here? This is beautiful. Like, how do we stay here? So it's, you've definitely been uh, uh, wish listed and, and favorited in my book, Chris, but I'm so thankful for your time. And, and again, the example that you're building for, for the industry. Yeah, well, I, I appreciate it. And uh, thanks for having me on. It's a lot of fun and uh, keep in touch, man. Will do, man. Will do. Hey friends, hope you've enjoyed today's show. If you are an Airbnb host or know an Airbnb host who'd like to come on the show, please send me an email at zach, Z-A-C-H, at spontaneous.com and we will chat. 
Behind the Stays is brought to you each week by Spontaneous, a carefully curated weekly newsletter that brings you the best last minute deals and upcoming steals on Airbnb. It's sort of like Scott's cheap flights, but for Airbnb. You can sign up once again for free at Spontaneous.com. Last but certainly not least, I didn't believe in Marie Kondo's whole spark joy mantra until I started podcasting. Now, my joy is sparked every time I see a new subscriber roll in. So please hit that subscribe button so you never miss an episode. And so you add a little spark to my joy fire today. Okay, that was kind of weird, but um, we're gonna roll with it. Subscribe um, and thanks in advance. All right, everyone, see you next time.